0: Y'all know what it is. Y'all ready? Turn it up. One, two, three. Unscripted, unshackled, uncouth. What you're about to hear is for mature ears only. It's the Miguel Show Uncensored with Miguel and Holly from the new Hot 101.5. Well, here we are. We're back. (laughs) We're back.
1: Welcome to it.
0: Yeah, after about a month and a half, I think, of not doing an uncensored podcast, we uh, took a break off. For a little bit.
1: Do you kind of feel like this is sort of a reemergence or a rebirth, maybe a next chapter?
0: I think so. I think because, you know, uh, producer Jared left and I believe that was the last podcast where we were chatting with him yeah. uh, about his departure from the show. And so he left and we are still producerless. Um, it's been about, what, a month since he's been with us, maybe Roughly. a month. And so we just, behind the scenes, there's a lot of retooling and things that we've been doing with the actual on-air show. That just have taken a lot of energy and (laughs) life force.
1: Obviously, because now we are doing the work of three people with only two.
0: Yeah, and so and we with retooling the show, it's—I mean, literally, I think the day that Jared left is when we retooled the on-air portion of our morning show on Hot 1015, and so that's just taken energy and emotions. When you say
1: retooled, what does that mean? Because I feel like somebody listening would be like—
0: what is what exactly does that mean?
1: Retooled.
0: So basically, the formula that we followed for our morning show we've been doing for almost eight years now, where at the top of the hour you do entertainment, then around twelve after you do some sort of open bit where it'd be bad boyfriend poker all the feels sorry not sorry a
1: call-in topic
0: a call-in topic then at the bottom of the hour at 30 past the hour would be trending the news or something lo- that everyone in Tampa Bay is talking about and then around 45 after it would be blown off uh, for 645 and 745 but we did a little retooling and so now you hear Hollywood music trending and blown off and then we have an open content break where it's bad boyfriend poker and sorry not sorry and all the feels at 6:45. so it sounds really simple when you just say it like that but the way that we – because we still want to get in your phone calls and your opinions. And so it just requires us to be a little bit more structured right. and a little bit more disciplined in making sure that we're staying on topic. And thankfully, it's been paying off in our report card that we get. And so it's just – it's, it's just any time that you have to switch gears at a job, it's a transition. It takes time. <laughs> like, why <laughs>
1: I wasn't sure. I thought you were not done. I thought you were going to
0: say no, something else. Well, well I, and then, too, as well, I mean, just to be completely honest, is that we have a new boss, yes. and he started in January, and he, and he said that the first 90 days, I'm just going to observe. I'm just going to look, and then from there, we'll make decisions, and he made some decisions.
1: Yeah. Old girl did. He Woo.
0: did, and he's just a really intense personality, and he'll tell you that from the get-go, and it's just not something that I'm used to, and so just emotionally getting used to sort of a new person with a new vision and a new direction that you're going in. It just takes a little time to get used to. So
1: what I'm hearing, if I'm listening to this, is that we went through some shit. <laughs> and oh, wait,
0: we're on the Dove. It's,
1: huh? Okay. houses. That means um, we're in a studio recording. that's very soft, yeah. easy listening. So we can't swear in here. And if we do, we have to listen to the dev. <laughs> um, no. So we went through some stuff and we're trying to I, I feel like we're getting our sea legs and we finally have them now and we're yeah. able to do the podcast again. So like I said, sort of like a new season.
0: It is. It is. So what's been happening? with us in the month that we've been off. And even then, because we were doing the prologues of our lives and sort of the backstory to who we are, so we haven't really talked about what's actually going on right now in our lives. True. Um, Right now, um, I I don't know if we talked about, but I thankfully was voted Grand Marshal of St. Pete Pride. Which was huge. Humongous. After only being here for a year, it was an accomplishment that I never saw coming, and that was really... Um it was it was it was just an awesome experience to know that that many people saw me as an example to sort of bolster up in the community that I've only been in and a part of for a year that
1: says a lot about you though so, I mean and we've said that before there is something about you I no. just how, will always say it I will that's always say it weird I know I'm sorry it's weird you know what's weird is that there's no third person to like <laughs> agree with or not agree with or at least lend a opinion right but I, like to me there is something that's not to say that you don't have faults we all do but you mm. do have something that people sort of gravitate towards
0: Holly what are my faults
1: I mean, I don't just.
0: What are my faults, Holly? Oh. Well, just just name one. Okay, what, um, name one of my faults.
1: One of your faults is that you don't when you don't get stuff right away, you Mm -hmm. get really confused about things. Mm -hmm. And then you tend to sort of just disregard because you don't quite grasp it. (laughs) So it just takes, it takes sort of, you have a long learning curve.
0: Yeah. And so
1: it's, it's, you get frustrated and Mm -hmm. then other people get frustrated. And so I'd say that was probably a fault.
0: Yeah. Oh no, that was, that was a, a hard thing for me in school Yeah. is because it takes me a minute to get stuff. And, and especially if it's something sort of, I don't even know, like, how to – something that requires a lot of different steps. And if I don't understand intricately from A to Z right. how it's done, and then I'm just like, well, fuck it. Like, <laughs> I don't know. like The deaf. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Baby, come back. Okay. Um, and so it it takes me a minute. And so – and that was what my teachers used to always say is when I – especially math problems – She was like, I could always tell at the beginning when I was going over a math problem, you were right with me. Like, you were writing notes. Your eyes were bright. And then the minute that you didn't get something, your face would just shut down, and you would start scribbling on your paper, and I knew I'd lost you.
1: Yeah. and so That's that's, you in real life. Yeah. As an adult.
0: Yeah. And so that's when teachers would have to, like, take me aside, like, after school and be like, okay, well, let's go through this over. Because I've tried to, like, you know, um, fix that. But just if I don't understand, I just—I don't.
1: There's no fixing that. No. That's just who you are. Yeah. It's sometimes—and then that—and the problems come in when someone doesn't understand that Mm -hmm. or is of a different sort of personality that's just like, okay, we'll just get it. Come on. Right. And I'm like— So that's a—that's not even a—like, it just— is one of your personality ticks? Yeah, that is yeah, what it is. But yeah. you get frustrated about it, and I so do.
0: I'm like fucking. And and you also
1: <laughs> don't know how to adequately explain it to people that that's one of your things mm, that you need help with. So right. then there starts to be a communication breakdown. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, of course, you overanalyze everything as we all do. I no, guess yes. Super, but you're like super over analyzer.
0: I will take it and run it over and backwards and forwards and sideways and backways and inside and outside. Yeah. Until I think I've understand it, understood it, and then I'm like, oh wait. I don't.
1: No. You always <laughs> like to make up stories in your head, too, about what it could be.
0: I do. I will create a storyline in a heartbeat. Yeah. I'm like, this person will say this, and this person will do this, and this will happen, and then this is not where I'm going to burn in hell. <laughs>
1: Am I the only one, speaking of that, who likes to imagine scenarios and what you would say in those scenarios about, like, if it ever happened in life? Like, let me just just for pretend, like, let's say an ex and the ex's new girlfriend came up to me or whatever and I picture the exact conversation <laughs> and I picture, like, it going terribly and I'm like, I that would be an instance in which I would probably have to slap a bitch. And then oh. I'm like... I'm like literally this will never happen <laughs> and I've already created a scenario and what everyone is going to say and I'm like satisfied with it
0: my boyfriend hot teacher does that like he's told me several times where if something we will have a disagreement through text or like throughout the day and then we'll see each other and he and he'll giggle and be like so driving over here I already have the argument in my head about <laughs> what we fought about and we've already made up so let's just move on with it
1: I do that
0: and I'm like well at least like break it down like <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) what did I say? Like, was I mad? Did I try to punch you? Like, what happened? I don't know. So no, he doesn't, I I don't do that. I don't have, I don't think. You don't? No. Make
1: up imaginary conversations about what you think is going to happen?
0: I don't feel like I have the mental wherewithal to do that. So I, I don't imagine like what's said. Like, he will go line for line back and forth. Mm -hmm. To me, I just envision like things will happen. Like, Not actual what will happen, but events that will happen. Not what people say back and forth.
1: Oh, I always have a good back. Because that way I can kind of hone my um, comebacks and stuff. Mm. (laughs) Even though the chances of them saying exactly what I think they're going to say. But I'm prepared for what I thought (laughs) they were going to say.
0: So, you know, I could never do that. Because then I would forget what I would say. And then if we had the conversation in real life. I would try to re remembering what I said in my head and then I would miss the point and then it would just be moot at that point. I
1: guess so. I just really go on these tans. Usually it's when I'm trying to fall asleep.
0: Oh really? See, it'll keep me up.
1: No, I, it it sort of puts me to sleep, I guess. Really, <laughs> I've never actually talked about that. I wasn't sure it's a thing, but I'm glad that Hot Teacher does it. Now I feel like I'm not alone. I did it last night.
0: What What were you fighting, or what was in your mind? What conversation?
1: Okay, well, this is not. This has literally nothing to do. I just want to point this out because I am recently divorced, and this actually has nothing to do with my ex-husband. Mm. So I just wanted to dispel those rumors. Mm-hmm. But it's this guy that I used to know and I you know what sparked it is I saw a picture on Facebook. Mm. And so I was laying there like trying to get out of my head about it. So this guy I used to know and this girl that he's dating and I pictured this whole scenario where we met up and-
0: oh no did you did you slap her
1: well um well there were two scenarios oh (laughs) jesus one scenario in which i remained calm cool and collected and she showed her ass and i was like look (laughs) at how good (laughs) i'm (laughs) i was like "Look how well i'm handling this situation and i got up and you were there and you
0: (laughs) oh god here
1: was what happened you like put your arm on me and you were like you'd be well within your rights to do anything crazy right now. Uh. And I'd be like, and I was like, (laughs) no, I'm the bigger person. And I stood up with a very large bag (laughs) and I walked out, which I thought was good. And then in the second scenario, like the guy said something that was untoward or whatever. And I punched him in the face, and then, I, <laughs> and then I said a really, like, long monologue, and then I, again, I took a really large bag and walked out the door.
0: Why, why, what does the bag signify? Is that, like, your power accessory?
1: Maybe. What? I don't even have a large bag. Uh,
0: like, is it, like, a coach bag or a Prada bag or something? Probably.
1: Not coach, because, like, coach is my everyday go-to. This ah. was something, like... I don't. I don't even know. Like a
0: Michael Kors bag. Yeah, something okay. b- like
1: more expensive. Like oh. you know what? Remember in Sex in the City way back in the day, they had that the Birkin bag, mm. like something like that. That's nearly the size of a travel carry on.
0: Good lord! And so you hoof that thing up. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, it. well. Blank you!
1: Yes, that was me. And okay. In the, this, this, this is what's bad. It's not even a dream. It's like a fantasy scenario that I've created in my head that makes me feel better about things.
0: Do you want this to happen with whoever this person is?
1: Not really, because I'd rather just not have to tote a large... Birkin bag around. Do
0: I know who this person is?
1: You do. You oh, do. okay.
0: Now, where where did this take place?
1: Oddly, at like uh, this restaurant. It's like some restaurant. There was a, because there were a bunch of people there, so that there was oh. a, a show that I was like putting on a show.
0: Wait, like you were like working the event? Like no, it was no. an event? No, it wasn't an or event. Or there was just people watching what yeah. was going down. Then we
1: were at a large table with a group of people that we knew. Oh. And I was like, Take that in front of everybody. You know, in my mind, I was like, everybody thought, oh, go ahead, Holly. What is wrong with me? But this is
0: what I love is this is what put you to sleep. Like This (laughs) is what put you to sleep. This is what made you rest. This is what made you go, "Mm -hmm, my soul feels peaceful. Now I can finally sleep.
1: Obviously, I have some issues I need to work on.
0: Okay, well, I'm down for it. I like a good tell-off. But see, it
1: does. It really made me feel better. And then, I like, these things happen, and then, you know, I don't have to punch people in the face in wow. real life.
0: See, I- I'll try that. I'll try that. Because normally what I do is I pull up this app that I have that has different sounds, like ocean and rain. And yeah. I usually do ocean, but last night I switched to rain and Ooh. storm. And so I literally felt like there was a rainstorm outside, and so I fell asleep real quick last night.
1: See that? I... I'm afraid of getting dependent on something like that. Like, what if I don't have it?
0: See, but I feel like as a person who is dependent upon Ambien, oh, the yeah. sleeping drug for so long, if it's just a sound, I'll take a sound over a prescription drug any day.
1: Do the sound. I, I do vibrate my bed because we do have new mattresses for Mattress Firm. Shout out,
0: to Cloud Lux. Yeah, thank you. It's
1: really great, and it vibrates. So I vibrate myself to sleep lately. But <laughs> I have been doing this like fantasy scenario thing since I was in sixth grade. I think. oh wow,
0: I I remember I used to think of um, scenarios like that when I was in high school, when I was in the closet about guys that I would like, and mm-hmm. I would think about what it would be like to be in a relationship with them and one recurring one that I would always have is that I would have a red Corvette, not Corvette, but a a red Ford Mustang. Oh! And that for some reason in this vision, I was always leaving his house upset because we argued, and that I would be driving away really fast, and then I would get to my house, and then this was before cell phones, and then he would call my house and be like, please come back so we can talk, and I'd be like, fine, I'll come back over, and then I'd go back over. But it was always like a different guy like whoever I was obsessed with and in my class right that would the the scenario would be about
1: what's crazy to me in that fantasy is that you had to do all the work except they they all they had to do is pick up the phone like yeah. you had to drive away and then come back why didn't they show up at your door
0: true I don't know I guess I don't know that's how I feel like a lot of my I guess my relationships friendships relationships have always been is that I do most of the heavy lifting
1: you have to bridge the gap.
0: Maybe. I think because I feel like I can usually, you know, pull back and look at the bigger picture. Yeah. And I can sort of not get caught up in what's happening in the moment and say, okay, let's talk through this. I mean, that's happened in my current relationship where we've had some issues before, some major issues. And, you know, when... I feel like most people would have bolted once some stuff happened. I was the person who was like, I literally said, you cannot leave my apartment until we talk about this. And even if we say we're done and we've come to a conclusion, but you just can't get up and go. We have to talk about it. And so even, I guess, from a younger age, I always felt like I was the person that was like, I have to talk through stuff. I need to like, we need to settle it.
1: That's really crazy. I sort of feel like anybody that has these fantasy scenarios, if you go back to the younger fantasy scenarios, maybe mm-hmm. it says a lot about your personality. Mm. Because in had I had that same one with mm-hmm. the red Mustang, which great choice, mm, right. mine would have been black.
0: Ooh, I used to I used to always say when I was younger,
1: I want a Ford Mustang, convertible yeah. cherry red. Oh yeah, see Mustang was my favorite for a long time too. And I would have had it black. But in my scenario, I would have like gotten in the car and drove off and then they would have showed up at the door. Mm.
0: And and then it
1: would have been fine
0: cuz you want someone you want to feel chased you want to feel like they want you
1: yeah well i want to feel like you want to put the effort in mm, to get me i guess
0: interesting so i wonder does that say something about what you want as a person like or as an what adult? you as an adult or what you expect or how you were groomed to
1: or to just er- who you are as an individual like your soul yeah maybe
0: because it's so
1: weird to me that you would be the <clears throat> one to drive, back. I don't know why. I don't know why I'm looking so deeply into your child fantasy. <laughs> but I just—it really kind of boggles me that you would have to be the one to drive up back over.
0: Yeah, I guess I just and maybe this goes a little deeper into what we've talked about before. I got emotional about how I never felt like I was good enough, yeah, and so I felt like I always had to do the work because somebody. Because I think I always felt, and even sometimes now, I always felt like I would. Like, I'm the person that has to make sure that you're okay. That, like, I'm always going to be okay, but I got to make sure you're okay. mm mm-hmm. um, No, that's not it. That's no. not that, That's not it. Because
1: I was going to say, yeah, but that no. has nothing to do with no, you that... going back to the other person. I think because
0: what it feels like is that—
1: You want to be fair. Like, you want—like, you give a little, he gives a little. You both come to a— uh, like, Yeah. A middle ground. Not that I don't want to come to a middle ground, but— I feel like I need a grand gesture. Maybe yeah. you don't need a grand gesture.
0: No, I don't. I don't. I mean, I've t- t- my boyfriend and I have talked about sort of what our love languages are. Yeah. And his, <clears throat> he likes gifts because that's sort of how his parents showed, showed love to him. That's
1: weird, too. I know what you're talking about, love language. Mm-hmm. And maybe we could- do an offshoot and explain what that means, but like I when I went through because I did the paperwork at a psychologist's office at a therapist's office, and that was my furthest from the truth for me.
0: Was it a gift? A
1: gift? Like I was like, who's saying gifts? Right. That's so far from like mm-hmm. my what mine is, but right. that's a valid one for him.
0: Yeah. So because that's how his parents showed appreciation and love. It was through gifts. Right. And so, but for me, or in and, and touching for him. Mm, but f-
1: I feel like most guys go yeah, for touching. They
0: need some sort of, like, for him, he wants to know, like, if we're in public, like, He touches me like just if it's on my arm or my leg, just somewhere just to know that like you're here, you're there. he wants that back. Yeah, he wants that back. And so I do that to make sure, hey, I'm here. We're together. Whereas for me, it's your time. Yes. I need to know because to me, in my mind, your time is the most precious thing that you could ever give because you can't get it back. You can't pay for it. It is just it. it, That's your life. Mm -hmm. And to me when you give me your time that means you are in it that I gotcha and so that's some you know early on in our relationship we'd have trouble with because you know when we'd make plans and then he's just he'll readily admit he's a flaky person and so I'd be like all right so on Saturday we're going to go to the avenue in downtown St. Pete with some friends at seven and then at six o'clock he'd be like well I'm kind of tired I don't want to go and I'd be like I've already organized, like, this whole day and, like, organized a whole weekend around just dinner. Yeah. I don't understand. But for him, it just wasn't a big deal. It's like, well, that's fine. Like, I mean, I'm going to see you tomorrow or whatever. Right. You know, and so it's all about communicating. But those love languages, it's basically how you receive love, basically, right? And how
1: It is how you receive it and how you mm. you um recognize it as meaningful to you. There's mm. five, I think, distinct yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. I would have to look because I really do have the paperwork. like when we were going through marriage counseling and everything, I found these papers for the love language, or we I, I, you know the workbooks. And we went through them and one of them is how how do you like to be shown love? And it was it gifts touching, communication. I got it. Oh, boop.
0: Got it. I got the internet here.
1: Look at you, Googler.
0: Uh, Gifts, quality time, words of affirmation, acts of service or devotion, and physical touch, intimacy. Mm -hmm. Those are the five love languages.
1: I knew there were five.
0: Wow, this book came out in 95.
1: It's still valid, though. There's still, therapists, I promise to this day, are still using this because it, it, and I, at first I was like, this is some bullshit.
0: Oh, Holly. I'm sorry. Hold on.
1: God, that, was so <laughs> that was so loud. It was so loud my head. Sorry,
0: I didn't know it was going to be that loud. Their jingles are powerful on the, bu- on the, dove. the, dove, the buzz. Um, they have a book that's called The Five Love Languages of Children.
1: Really? Yeah,
0: so that might be interesting. And The Five Love Languages for Singles. Interesting. How, d-
1: how does that, what does that mean? I
0: don't know. How you love yourself? Oh, The Five Languages of Appreciation in the Workplace.
1: I wanna know the one for children.
0: Yeah, you might have to look that one up.
1: Okay, I'm gonna do that afterward, make a note.
0: So yeah, it's something good if you're in a relationship too. It really
1: um, is, because people are so different and that's the major hurdle that you have to overcome in being in a relationship with someone.
0: I think also what I'm learning about being in a relationship is that it's messy. Like it's yeah. not it's not um it's not like T V. It's not
1: Because you don't have a half an hour for everything to be wrapped up neatly.
0: No, not at all. Not at all. And I think I'm watching this new TV show. on. It's from Hulu, but I'm watching it on iTunes, on Apple TV. It's called, ah, dang it, The Date that um, John F. Kennedy was shot. It's it's with James Franco. It's a Stephen King novel, and he goes back in time. Someone
1: recommended that book for me to read. Oh, did they? I didn't realize that it was a TV show. Yeah, it's really... Okay.
0: Really good. Does like he have I'm, to
1: prevent him from getting shots?
0: That's that's what he's trying to do. Okay,
1: I there's a book and it apparently maybe now this T V show is based on the book, but yeah, it uh, is, uh-huh. I'm doing like I want to do a summer reading program. Oh as oh. A, a side tangent. How but Oprah are you? I know. So I, that book and everybody said this book is amazing. So the T V show Maybe that would be easier to get into, actually, because I got a lot of books.
0: Yeah, no, the TV show is fantastic. I love it. James Franco is actually really good in it. He's
1: a good actor. Um, He
0: really, you forget (laughs) outside of his shenanigans that he's actually a really good actor. So I'm enjoying sort of taking in each episode slowly. But, um,. What was the whole point? Oh, oh! In a re- it's messy. In- messy. So in a recent episode of it, because you know he's gone back to 1960, to the, to the 60s, and he falls in love with this girl, and he can't obviously reveal I'm from the future. <laughs> <laughs> Who would believe that? Yeah, that's silly.
1: <laughs> That's but silly. but
0: she has some stuff from his past and and this hit me yesterday and he was like and she, because this was the '60s and so this woman has just gone through a divorce and she revealed to his character James Franco that her husband had her do like some crazy sexual stuff. This is 1960, so like in today's standards, it's like nothing. You're right. Um. But um. And he goes, "It's okay. Like love is messy. Like it's not the just this." You fall in love and everything's hunky dory. It's messy. People have passed. And that sort of has gone along with what I've been learning about my relationship. It is not just this hunky dory. You know, because you always hear, well, you got to work on it, but you never know exactly what that means until you're in it.
1: Nobody tells you what work means. And to to be honest, they can't because it's different for every couple.
0: It is. It means something different for every person. And so that's what I've been experiencing um, in the relationship that I've been in Mm -hmm. for almost six months now.
1: Yeah. And interestingly, that's whatever you just said sparked this because, you know, my daughter's two and a half, almost three, and she's suddenly now getting into Disney for the first mm. time, and having a girl, like Disney princess crap is like just, mm. you you actually cannot have a girl in today's society and not have them inundated with pink stuff, yeah. and girl stuff, and princesses, mm-hmm. which I've never been a huge fan of, because, because it sets up such a bad standard, right. you read these books, even like the offshoot books, because we have a, like a compilation of Cinderella, Rapunzel, um, Belle, a couple of them. And they always, like, the story is all about how they got the guy, like, mm. how they got to the wedding or mm-hmm. to the union, and then it just ends. Right. There is no story available for girls about what an actual relationship looks like. Mm. It's all just the falling part.
0: Is it easy to make that into a book for a two-year-old, do
1: you think? No, it's not. And it, But then again, how is the other part easy? I don't know. Somehow we've digested it. Mm. But I, I don't know. If we could, I would love for someone to do it.
0: Why don't you do it?
1: I don't know. I, just, I literally just now crossed my mind. Why
0: don't you? Why, that should be your book. You should write a kid's book about that and give me 10% of your profits (laughs) because I gave you the idea. I tell you what. he asked me for idea I have the best our other guy that we used to work with um, Kramer yeah. back in the day his wife she had a boutique and for a long time she goes I want to do something else with my life and I was like you are so funny you should do a fashion blog you should do a blog and she'd be like oh whatever this was back in like oh nine, twenty ten, 2010 and she never took me seriously then she just slowly started a blog and then she became Allure Magazine's beauty blogger of the year yeah
1: It was my idea. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, I, (laughs) as I was saying it, I was like, well, someone could do it. I could do it. But I don't, like, I don't actually, I would really have, that is literally just popped into my mouth. But I don't know how you would do it for uh, not even a two or three year old. Because those Disney movies are aimed at like seven, eight, Mm. that chunk. Right. I don't know how. That would be an interesting.
0: You should seek someone out who's done it and who can help you.
1: Well, add that to my list of things I'd like to do besides voice work.
0: I'm just listen. I am here for ideas. Okay. I'm here I'm here Holly, I'm here to make you money.
1: I'm just going to write this.
0: Okay, I'm just go and write it You just put it on your vision board at There's
1: home. There's a Sharpie and a paper here See, oddly. i To just t- gonna. Like Wait people it. just listen to me. Like if right. you if you would
0: just take the time in your life to listen to the things I have to tell you. All right, we need to wrap this up. And oh. we didn't even get to the original point that I was going to make. What was it? We started that I was Grand Marshal and I lost weight. That's what I was trying to get to. <laughs> and then we just got no it's fine this has been fantastic conversation
1: but this is what happens to us in real life
0: I know this is that you're seeing without a third person in here what it's like when we talk it is all over the place Um. but what I was gonna say is that cause I had actually like two other things written down to talk about but that's fine oh. um, I've lost 40 pounds which
1: is amazing
0: which has been really cool but what's been really fun about it is that my sex drive has gone through the roof
1: wow ROOF! Okay, noted.
0: I just, I never, I always thought something was wrong with me because I just was always like,
1: eh. But you've been thin before. Was this sex drive not?
0: I think I'm healthy. That's it. Because the whole point, what I, this program I'm doing is called Nutrimost. And <clears throat> they say that they want to repair your body, and I can never say this word correctly, at the cellular alert
1: <laughs> oh, you're on the radio for a living <laughs> fyi cellular
0: cellular level. cellular level wow they repair your body at that level and the weight loss is a byproduct of that it's just a benefit of it but they want to repair you so that's why like all the supplements that i take every day none of it is for like appetite suppressant or anything you know like the the shots they give you if you're trying to lose weight it's all to repair your body mm. and so that's why like since i've lost weight like i'm cold because my body temperature is like actually like a normal person and even my my best friend from college who visited this weekend we were at the pool on memorial day and he would look at me and was like you know what I've noticed is you haven't like you usually have a, like a bead of sweat that's like always on your nose or on your forehead, and I haven't seen it once. And like we were at the Margarita Festival on Saturday, and it was hot. Yeah. And I wasn't sweating. Wow. So it's so crazy. Healthy? Yeah, I mean, because that's how normal people are. I mean, like if you if you exert your body, like when I go to CrossFit, I sweat. Yeah. But when I just walk walk outside, uh, it's yeah, unhealthy you- when you have a bead of sweat.
1: You did used to get real moist,
0: <laughs> 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 and I get even more moist now. How? Huh?
1: Oh, like, <laughs> uh-uh. oh my god!
0: You said it. You said You're it.
1: You're so gross.
0: Um. So what I'm else?
1: Th- what was the other thing you had written down? Because no, like I just want to commend you on your weight loss. I know how hard it's been. It's- I know. <sighs> I know.
0: I can't even. I, I right now I'm looking at the commercials for um the Dove on the computer, oh. and there's a commercial playing for Addiction Helpline. I was like, <laughs> I feel like I need to call it because going without the normal because usually I would I would cheat on diets like have, like I've done a few things here and there that I've cheated with, but like I've been proud of myself for like not having like, any burgers, like, my weaknesses, or pizza, or french fries, because normally I'd be like, well, I'm a, I'm a sneak, like, ha- a bite of pizza, or a bite of a hamburger, but I've said no. Yeah. Like, 40 days, you're doing this. You have to get your crap together, and so it's just, it's been a long process, but I'm, I'm happy to be towards the end of it now, and then sort of reacclimating regular stuff back into my diet, and still being healthy with it, mm-hmm. so. So, yeah, so that's what, All that had to do with I was trying to lose weight for St. Pete Pride. And so because of it, I feel like I've now gotten healthier and I've gotten a new mindset about food. I'm still working through I have a food addiction. And that's just like if you're addicted, that's just that's what you have to deal with for life. Yeah. That's always going to be there. Yeah. So um, what I want to talk about next week, we'll have to post this somewhere, is um, your ex, Holly, is dating.
1: Yeah, he sure enough is.
0: And so I wanted to sort of delve into that a little bit. Okay. Um and then I wrote new producer and I don't know exactly what I had my thoughts on what I was going to talk about with that. We
1: should, we do need to talk about it. We
0: do about like what, what, what that means and
1: what's happening right now.
0: What's happening with the show? But we'll talk about that next week. And I really want to try to stick to us doing a podcast. I don't want to stick to a certain day because stuff happens. But either Tuesday or Wednesday of every week, we're going to have a new podcast.
1: I think that's good.
0: Come hell or high water, we will get it done.
1: That's right, especially yes. now hurricane season and high water. Wah wah wah. Debbie Downer. All right, we are
0: done. If you have any questions. That you want us to answer on the uncensored podcast, you can always email them to me, Miguel at hot1015 tampa bay.com, or you can email Holly.
1: Yeah, Holly at hot1015 tampa bay.com.
0: And what's all your social media, Holly?
1: All my stuff is Radio Holly, and as far as Facebook goes, you can type in Holly on hot1015.
0: And I am Miguel Fuller, that's M I G U E L F U L L E R, on everything, everything Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook. And I will add you back. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye.